Hello everyone, welcome to Landing CPT, OPT and S1B Jobs, a career guide for international students brought to you by IC Away. I'm your host, Kwan Siegel. I have a very special guest joining me today, Martha Sidhu. Martha is a manager at KPMG in the audit practice. She also leads the Detroit office chapter of KPMG's API Business Resource Group. Martha and I connected through the Ascend Leadership Community, which is the largest global network dedicated to advancing Pan-Asian professionals in the workplace. Welcome, Martha. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be asked to be on the show. Absolutely. It's so great to have you here with us. Let us dive right in because earlier this week, we talked about something so important, the idea of not thinking about cultural fit, but cultural ad. Can you please share a little bit more about what that really means? Yeah, and so I wish I could remember where I came across this concept, but it really struck me. But I think a lot of times, you know, we think about joining a company or being in the workplace and thinking that we have to fit in with the existing culture that's already there. And so this idea about cultural fit versus cultural ad was think, was kind of about, you know, kind of throwing out that idea that we have to fit in with the existing culture and thinking more about what can we bring to the culture that you know might not be there but maybe we have something different that we can add that is missing or that you know would make for a good mix that would make it a good addition to the culture so i really i really related to this idea because you know i think i spent a lot of my early time in my new job just feeling really awkward about you know feeling like i didn't fit in everybody was it seemed like everybody else kind of had different different things it seemed like everybody played golf and everybody talked about football and i'm you know there was I, I was a little bit different. I'm half Chinese and then my husband's from India. So we have kind of a lot going on. And, you know, I, and I guess there's a, you know, a couple other factors too. Like I started in accounting as a second career. So, you know, most of my colleagues were also a lot younger than I am. And I also had been in a nonprofit type of scenario before, and then now I'm in a corporate environment. So there were just all these dimensions where I felt like I didn't really fit in. And I, kind of struggle with that because I felt like I I needed to be this other person so that I would fit, so that I would have that cultural fit. But really, the more I kind of relaxed into just kind of being who I was, I, I realized I had things to add culturally that were, you know, that were different. And those, those things that made me different actually became assets in, you know, to the company. So I, I started leading the, the business resource group for the Asian Pacific Islanders in my office and, and realized like the things that make me different, it's like, those are the things that make me great at that. You know, like I'm planning events for Lunar New Year, planning events for Diwali. And like, who else in the world celebrates both of those things in their personal life? So like, it kind of makes me, you know, an expert on all these things outside of work that I can bring in and then kind of use that to share. Like I've planned lunch and learns where I'm you know, teaching the rest of the office or involving other people as well. You know, some of people share this background with me or, you know, have also shared some of these holidays. And then, uh, but the, a lot of the people that attend our lunch and learns 
really don't have that background and don't know much about any of these holidays. So like even like the learning the basics of them is is new and it's something I can add, something I can bring in to add to the to the culture. So I really like this idea of of thinking about cultural add instead of cultural fit. I love that, you know, especially our listeners, they are all international students from diverse mm-hmm. backgrounds. And the first thing when they join corporate America, they will feel that they are so different. Like for my home country, we don't even call, uh, when we say the word football, is actually soccer, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't have that football understanding as part of our culture. So it's really going to be so hard for lots of students to try to uh, integrate into the new culture. And it, the idea of instead of trying to be cultural fit, but being cultural at is, is so amazing. You mentioned a little bit about, you know, lunch and learn and then Chinese New Year. Can you share a few more example of like how you have seen this concept of cultural at in action? And also, like, how can an international student highlight their cultural contribution during the hiring process? Sure, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I, you know, I mean, I'm not an international student, you know, uh, but I think I could really relate to some of those struggles of, you know, coming in and feeling like this is all very different and I'm not quite, I don't quite feel like I fit in here. And you know, part part of it for me was uh, realizing that, you know, I think I was sort of trying to fit in. And then I realized that, like, really, I'm never going to be successful at being someone I'm not. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm not a football fan. I'm never going to be able to have an, a great conversation about football because I just don't know. And, you know, even if I tried to learn I wouldn't know very much. It wouldn't be great. Like I just need to be who I am. And and I think once I kind of got that, once I kind of realized that what I was trying wasn't working, it kind of liberated me to just be like, you know what? I I tried and tried to fit in and it didn't really work. And I'm tired of that. I'm going to stop trying. <laughs> I'm going to just be who I am and do what I want. So, so, so they had all these business resource group things that we could, you know, the company really encouraged us to, to get involved in. And so I thought, wait, great. I can do this in the middle of the workday. Like, sure. I'll just, I'll sign up for all these things. So I just got really involved. And so based on that, like I started helping to plan events and started contributing to the groups met with other people who were also you know working on putting these events together and it was a great way to kind of take my interests and bring it together and meet other people with the same interests and then like really we kind of built a whole a lot more that wasn't really happening before you know we we Mm -hmm. had these brgs but they weren't as active we didn't have as many events and you know, it's been really great to be a part of that and kind of see how that, you know, I mean, I think having some of these cultural events adds value to the office because, you know, the the people who don't know about these events, like, they actually do want to learn. They're interested. And, and you know, and I think also another thing I would recommend listeners is, you know, if you're looking for a company, if the places that you're looking at, if they value diversity, if they, you know, really put resources into their business resource groups and 
talk about how much they value diversity, like that's that's kind of a value of the company. And so so if that's part of the cultural conversation of the company, you know, when when you show up and you're like, hey, I know you guys are all talking about football and I don't know anything about that, but let me tell you about this other festival thing that I just went to this weekend. You know, maybe people are actually interested. They're like, oh, I don't know anything about that. And you have something to offer because you can teach me. And so I think that that's, you know, a great way of getting involved. And incidentally, like it's also Mm -hmm. like getting involved in all these things has really helped me work-wise in terms of being able to like build connections with people that I might not otherwise work with get to know people at all different levels, you know, across offices. And it's really helped me kind of get out there. Like, I think part of it was I was a little bit kind of afraid of not fitting in. So I didn't want to put myself out there too much. And then once I moved past that, I feel like I got a, a lot better at just being like, okay, well, I'm different from you, but this is here who I am and here's what I can bring. And I'll just tell you about the stuff that I did that maybe you've, you know, don't relate to at all, but it's something new. So the more that I could bring of that, the more it helped me kind of, I guess, get, get recognition in the office. People see me, you know, planning events and putting things together or sending out the emails and, you know, and it's it's nice to kind of get some recognition for that work. And I think that recognition is something that we, we don't necessarily always think of. Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people are in the mindset of like, you need to get a job and like work really hard, put your head down, don't say anything, just work, 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 do a good job. And that's all you need to do to have success. But, you know, the longer I've been in this position, the more I've kind of realized that's so not true. Like you also, you have to do a good job, but that's the bare minimum. Like on top of that, you also have to be putting yourself out there, making sure people in the office, you know, who are, have some decision-making power, like make sure they know who you are. And they, you know, Mm -hmm. and for me being involved in resource groups has given me a way to kind of get some visibility, have, you know, something that I'm now known for. I'm known as being the BRG person. And so, yeah, it's, it's helped me not just feel like I fit in, but it's also really helped me professionally. So, so great. You know, lots of us, especially people from, you know, the ancient cultures, we have been taught about working hard, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of being visible, but right. especially in corporate America, it is so, so, so important to be visible. But how can we be visible without trying too hard to fit in, but feel like we already belong here. So great. I right. love all the advice that you share today. Right. And I guess if I could, you know, when you talk about belonging, that made me think of, so, you know, partly because I have been so involved in these business resource groups, I was uh, sponsored to get to go to the Ascend convention where I met you. And it, you know, that's has been a fantastic experience, but so my first convention was last year and the theme of the convention was I belong. And I remember being really struck by that because, um, you know, I'm half white, I'm half Chinese. I feel like I've spent my whole life feeling like I don't quite belong anywhere. And even at that convention, I felt like, you know, maybe people look at me and they can't tell by looking at me that I'm Chinese. And so they might look at me and say, well, what is she doing here? 
at this convention for Asian professionals if she doesn't look Asian. And, you know, so the message that I got at that convention was I belong. And somebody came on stage and talked about how, you know, there's a reason you got hired or there's a reason you're in the room. There's a reason you're at the school you're at or, you know, wherever place you are in life, there's a reason how you got there. And that reason is why you belong. You don't have to be just like everyone else who's works at the same company. You don't have to be like everyone else at your school. There's a reason that you got there um, because, you know, someone in the hiring process or admitting process decided, okay, this person looks like they're smart enough and they're capable of learning and, you know, whatever. And that's why we want them here. And so for me, kind of remembering that and thinking, I don't have to be able to talk about football or golf or, you know, whatever else that everyone else might be talking about to belong. I belong because I'm, I'm already have been, you know, selected to be in the room in the first place for some reason that that's why I belong. And so I think that can be helpful. I think for, you know, if maybe some of, you know, your viewers are international students and kind of might be coming in with this idea of like, oh, I'm different, might not belong. Like, you know, maybe that keeping that in mind, I think might be helpful. Absolutely. You have already been selected. First of all, you got selected to attend the universities here in the mm -hmm. U.S., right? Yeah. You already, already yeah. belong here. Yeah. And then once you get your first job, yes, you have already been accepted. So accept yourself. And I think one thing that because uh, during this conversation, we mentioned a lot about API. We men you mentioned a, a lot about ERG and business resource group. Employed Resource Group, ERG, BRG. Maybe one tips for international students during the hiring process is to Google. For example, if they want to join or already have a the interview with KPMG, you can Google KPMG, ERG, or BRG to see what comes up and see yeah. how you can, you know, be part of those yeah, and highlight and I think... that during the hiring process. Yeah. And, and I think it's a great question, you know, if you're interviewing with someplace, that's, it's a great question mm -hmm. to ask, you know, what kind of, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion initiatives does your company have and just see what they say. Because, you know, if I, I think that can tell you a lot about, you know, how much the company is, is talking about it and, and if it's a priority and, you know, and, and they may have, have information for you that might be useful as far as, you know, what, Absolutely. what the options are. Right. Yeah. Right. And I can say that, you know, from like on the top of my mind right now, I think all the Fortune 500 companies, they have those resource group available and it will also highlight your unique proposition as an international as well during the hiring process. Yeah. And then I would also add, you know, if you do get hired, go join those groups because yes. that's, I mean, for me anyway, that's where I kind of felt like, oh, this is where I definitely do belong. You know, so having that little corner of people who also, you know, mm -hmm. I shared various traditions and heritage and, you know, the people who could relate to me on all these things, it was really helpful. So I've heard people say this as like, find your people. You know, so find I like people. to I like to do that. Find find your people who mm -hmm. can kind of understand where you're coming from and support you and 
and it gives you a chance to get involved in things. It gives you a chance to kind of show what you can do outside of, you know, your day job, outside of just the technical stuff and right. what you're expected day to day. It kind of shows what that extra thing is that you bring because you're different, because you've got that extra edge of something that you can right. bring. That's your cultural add. So, yeah. So amazing. Well, we are at the end of our podcast today, and I really enjoyed this conversation so much. Before we wrap up, can you leave our listeners with one final piece of advice when it comes to embracing their unique identities and making a meaningful contribution to their community? I mean, I guess, and, and this is not anything that no one already knows, but just, just kind of acknowledging who you are and that richness of, I think, coming from a different country, you've got a whole other set of you know, traditions and norms and history and like so much to draw on, just remember that that's an asset and not a liability. Like that's something that you can hold on to that can help you, help you gain an edge, honestly. So always keep in mind that it's a way to kind of get an additional flag up. Yeah. Just sure. never let anyone convince you that it's a bad thing that you've got extra assets to draw on. Thank you for this empowering advice, Martha. Those words of wisdom is so, so important. I wish that I could have, you know, known you at the time that I started my first oh. job in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Learn all about, you know, this resource group and be part of the community that you're in. And for students who, let's say you are interviewing with KPMG or just recently joined KPMG, look for Martha. Yes, look me up. I would love to group. connect with anyone. Yeah. Good. Thank you again for these all amazing words of wisdom. And it's been a pleasure of having you on this show. Sure, of course. My, my pleasure. Thank you so much for asking me to be on the podcast. It's definitely an honor. Appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We will pick one lucky reviewer. And if your name is picked, you will receive a free course packed with networking tips to help you tap into the hidden job market. And if you are looking to go beyond this free resource and you want a coaching program to help you land a CPT, OPT, and H1B job, please make sure to visit our website, icaway.com, and you will see the link in the description below. Have a great day, and I will see you next time. Think big and live your dream. Thank you.